Hi, welcome to worship on this 13th Sunday after Pentecost. I'm so glad you're joining me today. Let us begin with a confession and forgiveness. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Let us confess our sin in the presence of God and of one another. Most merciful God, we confess that we are captive to sin and cannot free ourselves. We have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what we have done and by what we have left undone. We have not loved you with our whole heart. We have not loved our neighbors as ourselves. For the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, have mercy on us. Forgive us, renew us, and lead us, so that we may delight in your will and walk in your ways, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. In the mercy of Almighty God, Jesus Christ was given to die for us, and for his sake, God forgives us all our sins. As a called and ordained minister of the Church of Christ, and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all your sins, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Let us pray. 
Holy God, your word feeds your people with life that is eternal. Direct our choices and preserve us in your truth, that renouncing what is false and evil, we may live in you. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. The Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, Those who eat my flesh and drink my blood abide in me, and I in them. Just as the living Father sent me, and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven, not like that which your ancestors ate and they died. But the one who eats this bread will live forever. He said these things while he was teaching in the synagogue at Capernaum. When many of disciples heard it, they said, This teaching is difficult. Who can accept it? But Jesus, being aware that his disciples were complaining about it, said to them, Does this offend you? Then what if you were to see the Son of Man ascending to where he was before? It is the Spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. But among you there are some who do not believe. For Jesus knew from the first who were the ones that did not believe and who was the one that would betray him. And he said, For this reason I have told you that no one can come to me unless it is granted by the Father. Because of this, many of his his disciples turned back and no longer went about with him. So Jesus asked the twelve, Do you also wish to go away? Simon Peter answered him, Lord, to whom can we go? You have the words of eternal life. We have come to believe and know that you are the Holy One of God. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. Today is the fifth and last Sunday to be reading from the Gospel of John for a while. John's emphasis has been Jesus as the bread of life. Today, Jesus tells the crowd, Just as the living Father sent me and I live because of the Father, so whoever eats me will live because of me. This is the bread that came down from heaven. The one who eats this bread will live forever. Well, the disciples are monitoring the crowd who is listening to Jesus, and they see their confusion. They go to Jesus and tell him that his teaching is difficult for the people to accept. They think this may help Jesus adjust his teachings so that people are more willing to keep following him. But Jesus knows there will always be those who will not be willing to make the sacrifices needed. So he is not surprised that some are turning away. Jesus never promised that following him would be easy. Instead of trying to clear up his teachings, he says something to make it even more difficult to follow. He says, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh is useless. The words that I have spoken to you are spirit and life. 
Well, by now, people are beginning to grumble among themselves. First, Jesus says they are to eat his flesh. Then he says the flesh is useless. Instead of gaining followers, he is beginning to lose them. The disciples watch dismayed, but they know that Jesus is their only way to salvation. They vow to be his followers, even when he asks more of them than they think they can give. They know they must live in faith, always believing that Jesus is the bread that they need. Bread is an important form of nourishment. Jesus knew this, and that is why he always began by physically nourishing those following him. That is why he offered the 5,000 people fish and bread. He knew they could not comprehend their spiritual needs unless their bodily needs were satisfied. Now Jesus can offer them a different type of bread that will only not only nourish the body, but will nourish the soul. Jesus offers a prayer that says, Give us this day our daily bread. So what is daily bread? Martin Luther explains it this way, Everything included in the necessities and nourishment for our bodies, such as food, drink, clothing, shoes, house, farm, fields, livestock, money, property, an upright spouse, upright children, upright members of the household, faithful rulers, good government, good weather, peace, health, decency, honor, good friends, faithful neighbors, and the like. Jesus calls us to pray this to God because it is God who provides all of what Martin Luther listed as daily bread. Just as it was then, it is now. Our basic physical needs must be met before we can concentrate on our spiritual needs. The psychologist Abraham Maslow developed a hierarchy of human needs. Maslow concluded that once our basic needs are met, we will be able to desire to have our higher needs met. Our most basic need, according to Maslow, is bread, food. People who are starving and have no safe place to live find it hard to strive for other things, such as education, relationships, or morality. This explains a lot as we see people on the streets wandering with no hope. Their basic needs are not being met, and they cannot see beyond those basic needs to even hope their lives will be better. It is the same for our young people who are growing up in homes where they are not receiving adequate care. They come home to an empty refrigerator and a house that is not sanitary. They end up on the streets, befriended by those who teach them to fight for what they want in life. Those desperate people also lived in Jesus' time. Then Jesus came, 
to offer them a better life. So if the people believed that Jesus was their Savior, why would they turn their backs on what he was offering them? Why do we turn our backs on Jesus and walk away? Is it too difficult to do what Jesus is asking us to do? Accepting Jesus as the bread of life and partaking of his body and blood come with expectations of how we will live our lives. We gain our life in the kingdom of God by giving our life away to others. Jesus calls us to sacrifice for others. Once we have our basic needs satisfied, we cannot be content to live for ourselves. Jesus is calling us to not worry about our lives, but to strive to help others. It is so easy to forget that the suffering of others or to look down on those whose morality is not in line with our way of thinking. I think of all the gun violence we hear about, not just in the big cities like Chicago and New York, but right here close to us. Do we automatically condemn the people who have chosen violence as a way of life? Or are we willing to look into why these people have chosen violence over peace? Are their basic needs being met? Have they heard about Jesus? Or have they given up hope? Jesus never gave up on anyone. Jesus fed them with food for their bodies and food for their spirits. Some were willing to follow him, no matter what he expected of them. Others thought he was asking too much and turned away. Still, Jesus never turned away from them. He went after them with a determination to break down the barriers that separated them. He gently taught them the way to everlasting life. He continued to offer himself for everyone, not just those who believed in him. Never giving up is what Jesus calls us to do. It is not always easy to welcome the stranger and not be suspicious of them. But it is the right thing to do. First feed them with bread, then offer them the bread of life that will satisfy them forever. The body and blood of Jesus Christ is for everyone, and it is up to us to be the ones who offer it freely. Amen.
Lord at all times. Praise with heart and voice. In my God I glory forever. Listen and rejoice. Eat this bread, drink this cup. Taste and see the goodness of God. Bread of life, cup of love. We rejoice in your presence. Look upon the Lord, be radiant. Never turn away. God will save in every affliction. Hear us when we pray. Eat this bread, drink this cup, taste and see the Using the words of the Apostles' Creed, let us confess our holy faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. 
I believe in Jesus Christ, God's only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended to the dead. On the third day he rose again. He ascended into heaven. He is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Made children and heirs of God's promise, we pray for the church, the world, and all in need. God of courage, bless all leaders of your church. Make them ready to proclaim the gospel of peace and strengthen them to preach your loving word. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of creation, bless fields and farmers. Bring life-giving rain to support the growth of crops. Help us to protect the land you have provided for all your creatures. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of community, bless all who seek justice between nations and peoples. Inspire cooperation in times of crisis, disaster, and war. We pray today for those in Afghanistan and Haiti. Be with all those in military service and their families, especially Andrew Grau. May their ways be safe and their homecomings joyful. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of compassion, bless all who are in any need, especially those listed in our bulletin, those we carry in our hearts, and those we name aloud. Rhea Chad. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of change, bless our transitions. Guide all who are embarking on new stages in their life. Sustain enduring friendships and kindle new relationships. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. God of comfort, bless all who mourn. We give you thanks for the saints who have gone before us. Renew our confidence in your promise of life everlasting. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Receive these prayers, O God, and those in our hearts, known only to you, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord's face shine on you with grace and mercy. The Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace. Amen.
Go in peace. Remember the poor. Thanks be to God.